Peaks is keeping a real break Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Normally I'm not on here, but I just came from my doctor's appointment and I'm on my way to work because unfortunately me have to go to work despite me having to miss some of work for an appointment. I still got to go in. Today I want to talk about shedding. Like a snake, I've been shedding a lot of weight, you know, and a lot of unnecessary weight that I'm still realizing that I'm holding on to. And it's hard to, um, it's really hard for me to really deal with grief. Just yesterday was the first time in seven years, and I count seven in a sense. It hasn't been exactly seven years yet since my mom has passed, but it's been seven years since her birthday. And I haven't really looked at pictures of her just because of, you know, what I deal with on a daily. And I felt really but I also felt pain. I felt so many emotions all at once. And, you know, it drove me to realize, like, I haven't shedded from the grief of my mom. I've been so damn angry. Yeah, I was sad, but I was more angry when my mom passed away because there was a lot of stuff that was going on. And people don't understand that I'm still grieving. There's some people that be like, oh, you're so strong, you're this, you're, yeah, I can be those things, but on the outside, that's what it looks like. But from the inside, it's it's not like that. I'm still, I'm still weighing heavy. I still have a lot of shedding to do. And for me, I just need to shed all the, the tears, you know, the appropriate tears. And not no fucking anger and frustration of, you know, trauma. It's hard to deal with grief when you deal with trauma at the same time. I never had a, I never, I don't think I ever really had a peaceful transition after my mom passed away. I was at peace because I've accepted the fact that she can't come back. I've, you know, I accepted that part. But leading up to um, my my wellness, my wellness and my well-being of acknowledging that I'm still grieving, I guess yesterday was like the first the first eye opener for me. Like, damn, I am actually grieving still. You know, there's no real there's no real time on how long it takes to grieve and for me I'm just like I said I'm still learning to accept the small things and you know focus more on the good things I feel like I I spent too much time focusing on negativity and not looking at the bigger picture I had to shed a lot of weight off from off myself to tell myself like this is not how I want to feel all the time so I gotta shed some weight 
I gotta shed some emotions. I gotta shed some, some, some. I guess I said fear never existed in me, and I feel that way still. But damn, they shit. But there is still some part of me that feels like a piece of me is missing. You know, and I'm still trying to figure a lot of it out. I'm trying to find the missing pieces. But I got to let go of some pieces to gain some pieces. And that's why I really wanted to talk about how, you know, shedding is important. There are some things we need to shed off ourselves so that we can become greater. And despite what you're going through in your life, I mean, everybody's going through something. I mean, I'm the type of, I'm so private, y'all. I was so afraid to even tell my boss anything about what I'm dealing with. Because I really am a huge believer that when you say things to people, you know, their their judgment towards you can affect how they treat you. And I'm not the type, I don't like attention. If you guys have noticed, you probably don't know. You probably won't know because you listen to me talk. <laughs> you don't actually sit around me and, you know, you're not with me. But I'm such a a chill vibe. I'm, 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 you know, very relaxed, very to myself. I don't really care too much about, you know, certain things that most people do. And for the most part, damn, I didn't even look to see if there was a car coming. I just went on out. I did say yield. I hate fucking driving in Cambridge. See, Boston need to get with New York's program system of having these trolleys above people and not below riding around with cars and shit. This ain't safe. Like, none of this is safe. Anyways, I'm sorry. I am driving. But uh, a lot of times I feel like that we, we go through so many different things and we channel things from different angles. And for me, like, I realized yesterday that I still have a lot of shedding to do. I might say that I'm, I'm you know, I don't care and all that stuff, but I do. Some part of me does. And that part of me, I got to shed. Because if I really mean what I say, I got to say what I mean by doing those things. And, you know, I got to find better ways of dealing with them. And for me, I don't feel like talking. I mean, people say, yeah, if you talk to people, if you just tell them, if you just say something, I'm not going to say anything. Because I'm a huge believer that, yes, communication can be beneficial for you and the other person. Excuse me, but there are some some conversations that don't really benefit one or the other. And for me, I'm like, I've kind of gotten over trying to read with adults that are 20 plus years on me because if you're stuck in your ways, you're stuck in your ways. What I say or what I do is not going to change your ways because you have to be able to change your ways for yourself. So, yeah, it might be a little beneficial to drop a few seeds in your head about certain things, but I'm not going to sit here and, you know, I'm just not. 
anything illegal, my boys. I swear, y'all don't know how to drive in Boston. Like, why is it so hard to get to A to B? Like, fuck is wrong with y'all? Texting and driving. I know Massachusetts is not the only state that does that shit, but there's too many people out here on the highway and the roads to be doing all that. Anyways, going back to what I was saying, you know, there's a lot. Oh hell no! All these bumps. See, these. This is this is why people cars be all fucked up. These bumps, these potholes and shit. But um, going back to what I was saying, you know, there's a lot of different things in this world that we all see and do, but. I mean, is anybody really taking the time to recognize, you know, the wrongfulness in certain situations? And even if you recognize it, I mean, I feel like it's more important to recognize the wrongfulness for yourself. Because I remember, like, I'm a, like, I, I believe there's a time and a place for everything. And every time I wanted to tell this person something, an acquaintance of mine, it was always something getting in the way of, you know, communicating with this person. And I had to come to realization that there's a time and a place, and this is just not the right time for me to have this conversation. My body, my spirit kept telling me this all the time, every time I wanted to have conversations. But I broke my spirit in a sense. I broke my spirit's truth by ignoring it and still pushing through what I wanted to push through with. Because I don't know about y'all, I'm very spiritual. There are some times where I want to say things to people, but oh my goodness, something inside of me is like, shut up, shut the fuck up, don't say it, don't say a word, don't say another word, there's like something in my body that be telling me like, shush, be quiet, Miss Breaker, don't say it, and it's my intuition, it's my energy, it's my spirit that's speaking loudly to me, telling me, warning me, and I don't always pay attention, but I pay enough attention to know that when my spirit is speaking to me, I'm going to listen. But before, I will say I test the waters and I mean, I got what I asked for. You know, I tested my waters, I tested my luck, I risked a lot opening up when my body was telling me not to. I don't know if any of you ever felt that, but I feel it. Every time I'm talking to someone I'm not supposed to be giving information or sharing information about myself to. Like, I feel it in bones. I feel it in my gut. I feel it so much that it makes me uncomfortable. And I say to myself to say, like, I'm trying to pay more attention to myself, you know, and what I need to shed and what I need to let go and what I need to really just move on from. Because life is short. <laughs> And life is a journey. If I'm going to take this journey alone without my mother, but I still have a father, but without my mother's nourishing, I'm going to continue to strive and shed. Because, I mean, like snakes, you know, they get bigger, they got to shed. 
snake shed to to grow through to grow into a new skin. And yesterday I talked to my brother. Really, 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 really sensitive conversation about his crown, his locks. I told him maybe it's time to cut them. You know, you don't take care of them enough. You're not loving your crown enough to to love on you. And he cried when I said that to him. There was a lot of other things that I said to him that made him cry, but not to hurt his feelings, but to open his eyes to what I see. You know, showing him that this is what I see and I know you can do better. I can see you doing better. You got to believe that you can do better. And I'm just grateful that my brother has someone like me in his life. I'm going to try not to cry. But I want somebody that's like me in my life. And I was my mom. I have to be okay with change. I'm partially okay with it. And I say partially because it's a 50-50 with me. I'm okay with change, but I'm not necessarily okay with it. You feel me? I'm going with the flow. I'm dealing with it because I have no choice. This is my life. There are other things that I can do, but... As I once said to you all before, my reputation is important to me. I don't feel the need to do certain things for people because it's just, you know, I don't, I've lost the care to care for others that didn't care for me. I'm trying to break out of that selfish behavior because that is selfish of me. And there's nothing wrong with being selfish, but you know, you can be so you got you can only be selfish to an extent. But for me I'm so quick to just like shut everything out, shut people out of don't talk to people, kinda by myself. I really don't I like like I said before, I love my peace. I love being alone. I like the I like my own space. I like my own space because I have to create that space for me to love. You know, so when people say these things or when people do this or when people do that, I really don't care. Like people may say, like there are people out here that say, oh, I don't care if they are, if they watch my stories and da da da, but then they go post, oh, motherfuckers watching my, I used to be that person too. I'm not going to sit here and cap, like I used to be that person too, but I've grown over that to say, I don't care. I really don't. If you want, I always say on Facebook, like, if y'all want to have me on Facebook to watch me, go ahead, be my guest. But I'm not about to go through my friends list and start deleting votes just because. If that's the case, I'm going to delete everybody and start all over. But because I still have some pictures and memories of my mom on there and some people tag, you know, I don't want to, there's a lot of other stuff that I would have to do. But I had to realize for myself that regardless of what is going on, I got to stay true to myself. You know, I got to shed a lot of weight off. I got to shed a lot of hurt off. I have to actually grieve. I haven't really grieved over my mom, I realized. And... 
with learning and feeling and healing, I've learned for myself that I can do, I can do bad all by myself. And I can also do good all by myself. You know, I would rather struggle than beg somebody to help me do anything in my life. Some people might say that's very prideful. But in all honesty, you haven't lived the life that I've lived. You feel me? You don't know what it's like to walk in my shoes. There are going to be people that are going to be out there to help you. You know, that's what I tell myself. But not everybody who's helped me is a helping hand. And I think I already had that conversation before. But what I've learned for myself in the process of knowing that, you know, not everybody's going to help you the way that you want them to help you. I had to learn that after my mom passed away. My mom used to always say all the time, like, you're not going to ever have somebody like me in your life. The things that I do for you is because I love you unconditionally and my love is unconditional. You're not going to have that because not everybody sees love the way that I do. I had to take that with a grain of salt when my mom used to tell me all the time. I used to just ignore it and say to myself, oh, I mean, it is what it is, right? You know, I would always, you're not leaving me anytime soon, right? You got to grow old. But then life gets ahead of you. You know, life took my mom away from me. I have to now face that reality that she always preached to me. And with that reality, I've learned that I am so much stronger than I thought I was. And I'm still pushing and moving and grooving and doing as I should. Yo, you don't fucking, you don't stop in the middle of the street, bro. At a green light. Like, what is going on? I swear, man. But, you know, I've learned a lot of things in my life to say that I do need to shed a lot more. Because I'm still holding on to things that I didn't know that I was still holding on to. This is the subconscious state that you hold on to that you don't realize you're holding on to. And no matter how many times I try to convince and tell myself that I don't care, I'm over it, or, you know, fuck them, there's still part of me that still cares, and there's still part of me that is like, don't, I don't really mean the fuck them part. There's still a part of me, I'm only human. But there's other parts of me that I really do need to shed. And that's the, that's the hate that I still have in my heart. And it's okay to have a little hate, but the hate that I have is not good hate. And only you know yourself best. And I can only say that because I know myself best to know that the hate that I hold in my heart is not a hate that I need to work to share this with y'all because I'm a big believer on just listening to other people. There are some 
times where I don't know how I feel or what's going on with me, and I just have to listen to music or listen to someone else. And the moment I hear what someone is saying clear through the head, clear through their headspace and what they're, what they're feeling and what they're going through, I can wrap my head around myself to say, okay, this is what's going on. This is bothering me. You know, I didn't realize I was hitting trauma left and right. It was so bad that it broke me into so many pieces that I had to realize for myself that I have to pick them up. Am I going straight? Where am I going? Oh my goodness, this damn GPS. Uh, you know? a lot of pain that I carry that I rather acknowledge than you know keep feeding energy into and I and I realize like this is just me being real honest like I realize I'm a little snippy sometimes when people ask me questions because I feel like I don't really pay very much attention to the why they're asking me this. I just be looking at them like, yo, why the hell? Or not, not why. What the hell made you think to ask this question? That's how I really think when people ask me questions and I be a little snip at, you know, snapping back. And I feel like it's a lot of just me dealing with my own shit. You know, I can acknowledge that for myself. Not a lot of people can acknowledge wrongfulness and their flaws. And with that being said, I mean, how many people do you know that are so quick to talk about other people and then go and kiki and then in their face? It's just, it's just crazy to me. I know way too many people that are like that. And I'd rather not know people that are like that because I don't want to deal with people that are like that. And I don't. I don't ever get mad when I tell my universe to keep people away from me that aren't good for my health and my mental. I, I preach that heavily. And there are times where I'd be like, damn, they don't want to hang out with me. Damn, they don't want to do nothing with me. Damn, damn, damn. I ain't got nobody here. Damn. And then I'd be like, why am I complaining? I, this is something I asked for. This is a weight that I'm shedding away. I'm shedding away the things that need to be shed. And that's what I'm doing. Telling my universe, keep people that are negative away from me. Keep people that don't have the best interest in me away from me. You know, like, I could care less. I could care less about a lot of different things, y'all. You know, I'm like, I don't really care about a lot of things. I only care about the things that need the most to me. So when people be complaining about, oh, I never had girlfriends or, oh, I never had this. And I'd be like, I'm not complaining because I've been there and done that. There's always someone in a friend group that's jealous of you. There's always someone in the friend group that wants what you have. There's always someone in the friend group that's going to try to convince the other friends to turn against you. I mean, it's always that way. So I'd rather not. My energy is not made for everybody. 
and I'm okay with that because I, I understand that I'm one of a kind and with my kind, I have to pay more attention to like-minded people like myself. A lot of my friends are older that I consider friends. I mean, my childhood friends don't count because those are my childhood friends. Those are like my brothers and my sisters. That, that's family. But like my friends, I guess I would say they're all older than me. And my college friends, they're my age. But like I said, most of my like good friends are older than me. They're like in their 40s and 50s, 30s. And all I can say is just my personality. I have an old soul and, you know, I have always been told, I mean, if you go to ask my elementary teachers and middle school teachers, oh, how was Miss Breaker when she was in school? They will tell you she is exactly the same person she was at 12, at 9. Only difference is she has matured into a phenomenal woman and a strong woman at that. I can appreciate that compliment. But I've learned, too, that, like, although they may say that I am the same, I did change. I matured. I matured so much. But with maturity, I mean, you have to know there's a lot of different things that come along with that. I've been trying to advocate more for my brother, you know, to speak up and talk about what's going on. You know, you're not around people that's going to shut you out and make you feel like you can't shed. you got to shed. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about shedding is because it's important to let go of some things. Even when you're not ready. You know, my brother's so scared to cut his the person who's I only had a centimeter. Say here is Here is this, here is makes you who you are. I do the person. Oh, shit. The physical changes are important. Changes are important. We had a half a day today. And, you know, making sure those kids are walking and going places. And I just 
pull up to work, y'all. I'm gonna have to end this live. End this live. A little early. I might come back up and I'll finish off my thought process. I'm not just. I'm not done just yet. Honestly, I'm gonna park right here just so that I can just go right on in and be in the sun so my car can get some heat. Your girl. Your girl's doing her thing despite the struggles. I'm still moving and pushing and grooving as I should. But that's all I really want to share with y'all. One love, stay blessed, stay tuned for shedding two. I am gonna be coming back on here because I feel like this is a very important topic. And I feel like it's important for all of us to talk about change right now. Change is important. But one love, y'all. Stay blessed. Stay tuned for part two later on this evening.